You know, this is one thing that we never talk about. This kind of neat. <laughs> you. You're right handed. I know. You're right handed. I'm left handed. Yeah. So we bump into each other in the middle. I know, but the opener. Uh, <laughs> here goes the opener. Here we go. Uh, uh, yeah. Give me some. Uh, here we go. This is much better than the last one. Broadcasting live from a hollowed out tree stump in the middle of no man's land. Right. You reached married with comedy <laughs> with your hosts James R. Freeman and Jeff Pondix. Oh, the robot voice, man, that just cracks me up. The robot voice? Mm -hmm. You know AI is gonna take over the show now. Who's AI? Thanks. Ow. Is this somebody I know? <laughs> Hello. Yeah, we're 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 still in the process <laughs> of the opener. <laughs> I know. He, I don't know why he plays the whole Hello? song. Hello. Yeah, and we're doing uh, the opener. Can, I don't think she can hear us. She can hear us. No way. Yeah, she can hear us over the opener. Hi. We're still going. <laughs> well, you know, if you're gonna have an opening. I'm oh, she hung up. See, she, she got locked out. I told you. She's like, "Hello, can you hear me now?" Okay. Can you hear me now? Well, we're gonna, all right. Sorry. Yeah, we're gonna pop this. There we go. We potted that down. You all probably right. couldn't hear me talking because the. Opener right, is so song. loud that opener is really. It's uh, your fault for the opener being loud. Well, so, I did <laughs> say I wanted it louder, but I didn't. I didn't. Think so, welcome to Married with Comedy. On today's show, we've got. Uh, let's see. Uh, who are you taking out the trash? What? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not Target. Kidding. We're taking Target oh. out to trash. Oh, you. We're gonna do it. Tell my taking out the trash now. No, we're gonna do a trick. Oh, okay. Um, the pathetic pet of the week this week is Mary. We're gonna introduce you to her. Um, <laughs> Jay's still a comedy whore. Uh, I went to the thrift store, found something awesome. Can't wait to share it with you. Mm -hmm. Um, during 4:20, we're gonna talk about Fauci. No. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? 4:20. It's Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Okay. Smoke okay. Okay. Memorial. For the homies. The outpost survival <laughs> tip of the week this week is cutting tools. It's part of the 10. Uh, the 10 C's of survival. Today it's going to be cutting. Jay's going to break down DNA. Uh, this week in Common History, you're going to find out a bunch of stuff about people who are from Saturday Night Live, things you didn't know. We're going to check out some fan mail. We're going to open our fan mail today. Uh, we're going to go over the word of the day. But first up on the docket, first thing we got is... Uh, uh, Isa. Isa? Isa? Isa. 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 Yeah. Hi, everyone. That's like an, Hello. That's like an Amish pronunciation. <laughs> the guy, the okay. guy, the guy that's putting up our building on our property, his name's Esau. So pretty, oh, interesting. Pretty, pretty Maybe close. I need to do it like that. Esau. That's probably better. <laughs> my, my cousin's name is Isa. Isa. He um, yeah, he's a converted to phone. a Muslim. You pull up the questions. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, uh, I can't I pull it up while I'm on the phone. But yeah, my cousin, um, he even did the walk around big black block. You know what I'm talking about? Mecca. No. Mecca? Mm -hmm. He did the walk around the he big did. black cube. So okay. Isa in Arabic means uh, like the son of God. Mm -hmm. oh. it's, G it's Jesus, which is the funny thing because his real name is. Well, I mean, it's synonymous with Christ, right? So he thought it was yes. funny, I guess. So then, it's what Mary called Jesus. But check this out. Yeah, check this out. My, yeah, I'll give you a thing. My my name is James. And <laughs> his mom and my mom are twins. We're kind of like half-brothers. Uh, that's kind of funny, right? I don't even know. Because Jesus had a half-brother 
named James. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of course, he had a half brother because his daddy was God, not Joseph. So they <laughs> not Joseph. They yeah, didn't share. A... So, anyways, yeah. So Issa is his name. So that's actually how I know how to. But yes, I, okay. I used to be an evangelist, and I don't know how to pronounce shit. So I don't know how to pronounce the reason why I go by Issa is because my actual name is Isabel, but I was right. a teacher for a long time. And I don't like my students looking me up. <laughs> so it's a new okay. name that I've acquired. Uh, and it's also the name that I've chosen after my divorce. Uh, so it's been really interesting whenever my yeah. friends meet some you know, of my new friends. And they're like, oh, we only know her as Issa. And it's like, yeah, it's because of the time frame. It's so, so easy on women when you, get, when you do the name thing, when you get married, and when you get divorced. It's crazy. I, I looked into actually getting my my my, na- my last name changed to my wife's name. Yeah. Yeah. So I would have a hyphenated name, you know, kind of in reverse, right? I was trying to be funny or anything. I was just hiding out for predators. <laughs> so you know, wouldn't be was, supportive. Yeah, I want to change my name, but for for a woman, it's one way, but for the guy, it's different. You had to pay like 180 bucks, and you had yep. to run your name in the paper for like six weeks. And then you had to announce it. You had to clear your debt. You had all these crazy things. I'm like, really? That doesn't sound like that's a normal process. She goes, well, it's not a normal process, sir. Most men don't change their name. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, you are the root of the problem in this, <laughs> in this conversation. Uh, is what she was trying to say. See, what, one of the questions we, re- we rejected was, uh, do you go by a stage name and why? Because I go by a stage name and, and people know why, but um, a lot of people... Okay, wait, wait, wait. Do you go by a stage name that is your divorce name? Because I wanted to go by my married name because it sounds better. And my friends who are comedians were like, don't do that. Don't like honor their family name like that. I'm but I was like, I'm offensive. So it makes sense <laughs> to have my divorce name on stage. You Oddly know? enough, my, my <laughs> stage name was because I worked in radio. I worked at a Christian radio station. I was already branded as a DJ at this radio station. And when I started doing stand-up comedy, they said I was already branded to them and I had to use a different name. So, so they stole your name like Prince. So our tribal name right. is, because uh, I'm Native American, my, my grandfather's tribal name was Blackstone. But there was already oh, so there was already a Jeff Blackstone out there, so I said Jeff Onyx, because Onyx is generally a Blackstone, even no. though there's multiple colors yeah, that is true. of Onyx. So I, uh, so I had to, so for like my married name, like obviously I had to change it, and my married name was Isabel Cannon, which sounds awesome. Like yeah. <laughs> I myself do combative. Are you related? So I was like, I was like yeah. the Cannon, like <laughs> that just sounds like a great name. Uh, but I, I also have dual citizenship, and for my other passport, I have a completely different name, and in essence, have a completely different identity. You do, we, you do know we're on the internet, right? Like this information is going out to a lot of people. I oh, don't know people you... should people should look up what Isabel Cannon has done in her life. <laughs> She's like, I have all <laughs> these identities. I was like, I yeah, um, there's some people on there that are probably gonna. <laughs> That'd be awesome. (laughs) I have nothing to hide. People can try to cancel me. There's nothing. (laughs) Are you ready? I'm ready at the bottom. Well, yeah, you can you can ask the first question. I'll I'll do the first question while I while I pull up the chat. Now let's be fair and honest here. I didn't do a thing. Jeff did all the questions and even was nice enough to let me ask a couple if I want. 
So I'm going to start it off. And the first question he wrote was, have you ever gotten a punchline? No, no. Have you ever forgotten? Forgotten. Oh, forgotten. Forgotten. No. Yes. A punchline or joke during a paid performance. Yeah. Um, I haven't. To be completely honest, every stand-up um, show or open mic that I do, I do new material. Um, so, no. <laughs> and uh, I don't really get it right, um, mostly because of the of work that I've done before. I actually never thought I was funny until recently I visited art and he's a comedian. All he did for his career. And we were just hanging out and, you know, just talking and just like catching up. And he kind of looked over at me and he was like, you do stand up. <laughs> and uh, because, uh, a lot of things in my life uh, have be hilarious, but at the same sad. Yeah. Hey, are you? <laughs> and are, and are, he was, he are, was like, you're natural. Like, you need to get off stage. And so I drove back to the city and the first open and I really killed it. Like, I did so great. Um, and so since then, I've been having different shows and, um, yeah. That's a little bit about me. <laughs> I don't know how many of the questions covered. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> Already, uh, but that's okay. That's so, are me. you? Are where? Uh, this is not one go. of the questions. Your 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 uh, phone keeps gurgling like yeah. uh like you're in a bad reception area. Are you are you okay? You're in a good reception. Area? I yeah, I am. <laughs> you need assistance. So you have great reception. Um. But I also live in an RV. Well, there you <laughs> so, go. You're kidding. That's, that's awesome. awesome. That's yeah, so yeah. weird. Boon My knocking. wife and I just bought an RV. Boondocking. That's so weird. Yeah, van life. I mean, life. literally, yeah. we closed yesterday, wasn't it? Van was life. It I don't know. I don't I know anything about your life, bro. I told you. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, make All sure right. you don't lose that again. Okay, so okay. can you give me in one sentence, in a one-sentence elevator pitch, basically an elevator pitch with one sentence for your you as a comedian okay uh asian hispanic comedian navigating divorce life she's done that before I, that was perfect so i've been right. you've never been divorced jay i never will no, so i've been divorced i'm not doing that i will you fake know, my own death before i get it i started it's, doing stand-up comedy because my my uh, ex-wife left <laughs> me to marry her brother so uh, that's how I became a comedian. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> All the stories going to open mic talking about how my ex left me to marry your brother. Hilarious. Ah, your life is horrible. Ah. I know, and I feel so bad laughing, but I'm thinking of all the jokes your you used sucks. to tell. Ah. I just cracked. Okay. So how do you navigate relationships mm. and comedy? So uh, right now, currently, me the rv and my cats <laughs> but uh it's i think that's a great question to ask because uh i've been divorced now for three years um, but i was married for close to seven years to my sweetheart um and when it comes to relationships it's really hard for me to not want to use that information for comedy <laughs> uh 
Like, yeah. did you just laugh? Like, because no, you understand, I, or is I, that a terrible trait of mine? <laughs> but, no, uh, I, I, I'm obviously uh, being married. I I've had to to deal with some of that with my wife, and before we got married, it was worse. Like, why would you tell people that? And I'm like, they they don't know it's true. When I say know. it's a true story, they think I'm exactly. joking. They don't All know of my that it's stories really true. Are true. Yeah, they're true in a sense. Uh, but they're also not. Um, and so, yeah. uh, and, and I have, I mean, I guess I have had relationships since, but I would say that, um, I'm, I'm straight. So the men that I date are very excited that I do comedy. And I find a lot of people who love comedy, you know, they listen to it by themselves. They, they make up their own sets, uh, but they all have stage fright. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you meet the, the oh, one of these, no. but can't. Oh, uh, no. Do we drop her? Yeah. Oh, she'll Jeff. call back. She'll call back. She'll Should we call have back. her call on No, she'll phone. call back. It's not, it's not your phone. It's... Sorry. Yeah. Oh, um, it's her phone. I don't know where you, where you heard, but I basically said that, um, the, that you find the guys people that who I tend date, to want to they, do it, but have stage fright. Yeah. They enjoy comedy. And so they, unless, I think most of the things I say are very true. So, and it's never kind of like in a demeaning or like negative light. Um, so they appreciate me coming out with jokes. <laughs> I, I don't have uh, anything but negative light for my ex. <laughs> but negative light. You know what's funny? Like, okay, so I, I've got I Asperger's syndrome, so I can't like not tell a you know, like I. It's hard for me to tell fibs. You know what I mean? It's hard for me to lie. Yeah. So when I talk about my ex, I just like blurt it out. Yeah, so I have, uh, I do not, I do not have Asperger's, but I definitely have a very hard time in real life lying. Uh, right. Well, and, and it, it comes with being on the spectrum, trouble reading body language and things like that. And that's one of the things that we share is the hard to tell what people's facial expressions mean sometimes. I think I like think those cracking tears... a joke and laughing. Meanwhile, the person across from you has got a steamy yeah. face, and I just think those tears on their eyes mean that they're angry or sad. I'm not sure. <laughs> so <laughs> bad, no, dude. No clue what's going on. <laughs> hey, what's your what's your favorite venue and or town to do comedy? Um, so right now I've only done comedy in Kansas City, uh, but I think um, I'm going to do a show with my friend in Arkansas. Uh. My favorite, favorite town place. to do right now, like my favorite venue is called Harley's Hideaway yeah. um, because the owner is incredible. Hulan like used to do film. He just brings in a lot of uh, different crowd and he's just a great person. Um, but there are so many open mics and that's something. So I myself have always loved comedy. I have paid to go see comedians. I've actually seen most, I've actually paid to see most of the comedians in Kansas city. Uh, and then when I started going to open mics, I was like, Oh my God, they do this like at no cost. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and then I can go and just laugh. Cause I, I just love laughing. Like I am a very happy person. Um, but comedy in itself is also, uh, it's very strategic. And it's a, it's a speech, it's a speech pattern. You know, I actually think it's a great business model. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so, so I've been going to like different venues and it's been really cool to meet different business owners. Uh, 
So I, I just feel like, I don't know if, if you guys had, when I was in high school, you know, I had the job, like the first time the job where I'm like a waitress at a restaurant, but I'm a waitress at a restaurant that I have always been going to. And then you, you have like this completely different perspective because you're like behind in the kitchen. Yeah, the kitchen, uh, the kitchen people exactly are so different. That's exactly what I had a, comedy feels like. Yeah, I had a cook Like now I have this once, completely so. di- different perspective <laughs> of like the entertainment industry yeah. in Kansas City. And everyone is so connected. I, I was trying, I was going to plan a trip to go to Chicago just for fun. I, there's like a miniature museum out there. It's the best one in the world. And it's it's not that far away from me. And and so I was like, I wonder if there's any open mics, you know, and this girl uh, recently posted in the comedian like Facebook group. She's like, hey, I'm in town and I'm from Chicago. And so I messaged her and I was like, hey, can I um, I'd love to do an open mic. And she sends me this list. That's insane. I mean, there's so many <laughs> there's so many opportunities and uh, I, and I'm just starting out. So it's just it's just really exciting. Um, to find like connections and all of these people doing this. Yeah, when I, you know, uh, when I first started uh, working, I worked at Disneyland. And after going to Disneyland a lot, and then you work there, it ruins the whole thing. Where did, where yeah, did you that's... say you started? You said... Yeah, where did you so, say you started? Uh, Your first, like the year, first like, time the you got pandemic. on stage. Like after, like literally when the pandemic started, <laughs> like. Yeah, like the open mic. Yeah, when you you were starting to tell the story and hideout uh, something yeah. hideout. Well, Harley's hideout. Oh, um, was the a first one I ever did was it's favorite. called the Four Hundred Three Club, and it's put on by Stephen Taylor, who is a comedian, okay. like a, yeah. a regular comedian out here. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we're we're based out of Kansas City. Sh- yeah, I was right? gonna say I've done a couple of shows with Stephen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay, then I'm gonna run into you guys, right? Well, <laughs> well not really, because. Because we're know, old now that we've and, made it to the rarefied yeah, era of doing yeah. podcasts and everything. Yeah. Well, we you know, we're we're we old. Bop. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm I was kidding. one of the most hated <laughs> comedians in Kansas City for the yes, longest time. Yes. I'm one of the only. I'm the only person who ever got banned from Stanford and Sons Comedy Club yep. ever <laughs> in the history of the club. And then we went up there with the free, uh, uh, the free Jeff Onyx T-shirts. Yeah. that was hilarious. People hate people. Like if you run into anyone in the scene yeah. and you say, "Hey, I was on Jeff Onyx's show," they'll go off. Oh, stay away from that guy. He's yeah. an asshole. That's good. Okay, I I just <laughs> I mean, I'm new here. Like I just moved to Kansas City recently. I don't have any family here. Yeah. I don't know anybody here. Oh. Um, so it is interesting to find out. I mean, everyone has there's groups, you know, and uh, the comedians here mm. uh, are very. They're really nice, and um, it's been it's been great. Like I feel like being in a welcoming group because I feel like if I tried, you know, maybe in like a bigger city, yeah, you were, it would be more cutthroat. You know, you are blessed. <laughs> you like, are blessed to start at this time where you are. Yes, you're because blessed. There's a lot of when I first started, everyone hated me. Everyone hated me. <laughs> I, we had a little group of people uh, that we called the Lost Boys. And it was like eight, eight or ten guys. We couldn't get any work. Nobody would hire us. To they do wouldn't anything. even talk to us. They'd come over from Kansas oh, yeah. and do their little, fuck, you know, fuck around sets for five minutes or whatever, and then they'd take off. And they would never invite us. Never That's invite right. us. Hey man, I was shirts. I was the one touring. <laughs> That's so what are you talking about. Go ahead, mess with me then. 
I don't care. What, now we need An- what was that, Andrew Polly? You got to pull that up again. Apologizing after like three oh, years, apologizing to me for being a drunk. He was on my. He was in my crew once. Oh yeah, that was great. Oh my god. Yeah, I was on his list of um, people he. Had, I love uh, people all he this had to apologize about to. like Kansas City comedians. This is awesome. Like, you know what's funny? Yeah, this is live. So since since I'm like uh, since they have the Aspergers and everything, I love everyone, but I have this tendency to just like say things that are on my mind <laughs> yeah, and people just yeah. hate it. I don't know what it is. But I guess they didn't know. They did yeah, I can't believe that. I like and they look at me. Though. I like that. Like so right. I come from so I was living uh I've lived in other states before I moved here, but I lived in Boston for a while. And Boston's like not a state. I like That's that. Like I'm not a disgusted. Like I'll tell you what's on my mind. And so a couple of my sets I feel like came off as like kind of offensive. But it's also I mean, the best part about comedy, too, is it's, it is free speech. Yeah. Well, you haven't been offensive uh, until a fan yells, what the fuck? And then <laughs> write, writes a letter. I mean, now I know what to aspire They write the letter to the owner of the club, and then the club calls you up and says, you're never allowed here ever again. Don't ever come here, not even to watch anyone else. Or, oh my gosh, please tell me you like, framed that letter. Or like, dude, I kept you framed that letter above your bedstand and you just like kiss it when you wake up. I, like, I, I, kept, like, I, I aspire it. to be like this every day. Yeah. And, and the That's funny thing so is, funny. they, they, uh, I had gotten a phone call after that and they were like, hey, you can come back if you want. It's cool. <laughs> You're good to go. I was like, okay. It was like six months later. You're all right. Okay. Do right. you mind me asking what you said? It was an aborted fetus oh, on a coat that's hanger. that's so funny. I did a ventriloquism act. It was an <laughs> aborted fetus on a coat hanger, and I was asking the aborted fetus questions about being aborted. And I kept asking <laughs> the questions from the perspective of the aborted fetus. The fetus. But yeah. it was born out of love and a pro-life And people were, people were like, people were like, I just what? want that to be known to our what listeners that he's not, so the he wasn't lady doing it to like, no, and I wasn't Advocate trying to at- and I wasn't trying to attack actually anyone. Actually, putting babies on the coat. But was, that seemed to be how Stanford's. No, it. no, it's that one they lady. Not that one lady in the front. She's like, "What the fuck? This is fucked up." And I go, <laughs> "Look, lady, I'm sorry you feel guilty about your about your abortion. If you want to get with me after the show, I'm I'm ordained. We can get you absolved if you want. We can help you through that. You can get to get with Jesus." And she's like, what oh, the fuck? Gosh. And she freaked out even it's more. Been a long I was like, time calm the fuck down. It was just a joke. <laughs> Relax. I mean, I am ordained, but it was just a joke. Damn. Calm the hell down, lady. Or like with me, I I can't work it with one of the best comedians in town anymore because of the American Legion one where where we had old people in the audience and I was emceeing for the very first time. (laughs) Yes. And Will C was on our docket and we finally got to work with this guy and he's one of my favorites. He didn't know that. He's great. Great. He works with the USO. Wonderful guy. But so I go out I and I open up. Them. You yeah. open for Will C too? Yes. He's a good okay, guy. Okay, so you know you him, know him right? yeah, he's great a great guy. guy. I do so know him, yeah. First time I ever emceed, I get on stage, and I had this great joke that I had done twice before, and I wanted to use it. It was called The Most Annoying Sound in the World, and I had actually DVR'd my kids screaming at me <laughs> at the top of their lungs because I had given them an orange instead of a and I mean, it was like dumb and dumber, right? So I go up there and I look out in the audience and it's my first joke. I don't have anything else to start with. And it's old people everywhere. 
And I did that joke, and you could see half the audience just turning down their hearing aids. Yeah. Boom. And for the rest of the show, they didn't hear a hey, thing. Dude. <laughs> oh, that's all right, though. So, terrible. So I'm now, I'm now a clean comedian. I was, I was not it a clean comedian terrible. back then. Now I am. So I just do clean material. <laughs> for like the past 10 years, I've been doing nothing but clean material. I get paid way more to do mm. clean material. Anyway, so back to the questions. Yeah, my bad. Do you have a system or a software to keep track of your jokes and your set? So right now I'm just using like my phone um, and I'm recording from there. Uh, and then I've, I've uploaded one video onto YouTube. Um, but because I'm still starting out, I'm, you know, trying to like critique and just be better. Uh, but I do want to start a podcast. Like that's something that I've thought about because I've had people after the shows come up to me and just tell me that they like hearing my voice. <laughs> I don't know if they think I'm funny. They just they <laughs> they just like hearing my voice. And I've actually gotten jobs because I have, I guess, a great customer service voice. Um, or customer maybe service. I think I've, customer service or like I belong on the radio is what somebody said. They Thank were like, for, oh, we'd love to HP. listen to you on the radio. Thank you for calling um, HP. How we may how how may I make your experience a great experience? You'd be today? terrible on the phone, Jeff. That was may, terrible. I used to teach Try it that. again. Try it again. <laughs> That's it was, what I used to do. It was all broken. And they had me do it in Spanish you sound too. Very very unsure of yourself. You I used to, to do the the movie phone too. <laughs> I actually got to meet the the sports guys, the eight ten. Oh yeah, oh, radio. I love them dudes. And they are they are incredible. I mean, yeah, uh, I got to sit hilarious. in on a like a whole day uh, i won like a raffle thing where i got to go and visit with them did you get to meet and i got Steven to meet Chuck all them jake jake Gutierrez, like nick all of them and it was just oh. and i and i was actually like in it's on nick. their show which is <laughs> really cool yeah. um but that was probably the only time i thought of like awesome yeah podcast would be awesome you know i know all those guys or used to you do oh, okay well, i worked in radio for 15 years and i was a sports producer so i used to produce oh, awesome. like high school sports, um, football games, baseball games. You know, I was the Missouri Mavericks uh, um, producer for their radio show, you know, the radio, radio broadcast. So uh, I ran into all those guys. Okay, so here we go. I mean, I just didn't know how that's how the radio worked. You know, they kind of were like in sync. They, they had like tools and stuff. Like I totally thought it was more of an automated system. Yeah, no, um, no. But it's it's not, and it's just it's an art form for sure, mm -hmm. and uh, it made me totally appreciate radio. <laughs> like, well, it's like, like the, <laughs> this technically is a live stream podcast, whatever you want to call it, but because we're streaming live on a radio station, um, even though it's you know we can cuss and everything, but um, I designed this based on the production techniques being a producer on radio before. So that's why ours yeah, that's runs like cool. a radio show. <laughs> okay, so who is your favorite comedian or comedian and why? Okay, so it's definitely, at least right now, it's Ali Wong. Um, and she's, uh, I don't know if you've seen her, she's she's had like a couple of Netflix specials and then she made a movie. Yeah, uh, but she's a writer for um, uh, this TV show. It's something off the boat, like fresh off the boat. Yeah, that's what yeah. she was writing, F -O and then she started doing comedy. Um, oh. and uh, and she's a she's an Asian. Obviously, she's an Asian uh, comedian. I myself am 
also Asian. <laughs> and I do put that in some of my jokes as I well. I can kind of uh, see that from your picture. Um, we're looking at your picture. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I one of the things right, that I so definitely make fun of is that <laughs> so many people don't know what I am. And uh, but they like to assume that I'm something and then I just like run with it. And and that's perfectly fine because the mix of what my parents are is so rare that nobody would know. Like nobody would figure it out. My my dad is from Chile, and uh, my mother is from Singapore, uh, which is hilarious in its own way because they English is their second language. Oh, Singapore! Um, what, that tie? What is so Indonesia? Singapore is not really right? nationality. Um, Singapore is made up of like multiple ethnicities. Uh, I don't know if you've watched. There was that movie that came out with like Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's supposed to be based in Singapore. Uh, so, so if you say you're Singaporean, you're either Chinese or Malaysian or Indian. There's actually a Singaporean group in Kansas City that I'm a part of. It's called like the Merlions of Kansas City. Pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, my mother is half Malaysian, half Chinese. So that's the, the Asian mix, I guess. Okay, that's way cool. Remember, there used to be that that comedian guy from Texas? I grew up in Texas. He used to be that comedian guy well, from a, Texas. Like he used Steve to be a big... Like, can, I say, can I say something super <laughs> offensive? On, yeah, go. Yeah, on, I don't care. On, okay, you guys you guys don't care. Now I know. That <laughs> it doesn't no offend us. Me or, sends, or sends a letter to you guys and they're like, please yeah. don't ever put her on, on again. Well, yeah, but we, um, we believe in liberty and freedom of speech. <laughs> okay, cool. Awesome. Okay, so okay, so a lot of females go into comedy, right, um, for different reasons. Uh, but, like, one of the things I feel like from seeing other female comedians is, you know, maybe I could aspire to be on a movie with a hot actor, right? Uh, but knowing myself now, <laughs> I guess, like, the highest aspiration for me on a movie would be you're going to find it so offensive would be <laughs> would be playing a native american only because so many asians play native americans it's ridiculous you know yeah like henry standing bear is filipino yeah the lady in wind river is malaysian dude in wind like there's and so i get and and living out here in kansas like i get mistaken for native american uh a lot um, and it's, I, I think it's fascinating cause I'm like, oh, they're, they're, they're beautiful people. Like, that's really great. But it's also kind of ironic. Like, <laughs> um, so yeah, so that, that was the joke and, and I know it's super offensive and I haven't said it on stage yet. <laughs> well, we've got like, uh, like I'm native American, but I don't look at yeah. redneck pimps. He, he looks like, know, right? he, looks, he just, he just redneck com- pimp looks a little bit more. Uh, we've got a guy in our group called redneck pimp. He looks a little bit Excuse more. Excuse me. He he's said, native I'm American. native. It's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> LOL though. Cause <laughs> he thinks everything's funny. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's funny in itself. Right. Yeah. But if you're going to, if you're going to play a native American person, or if you come across any natives, um, go, uh, like that, make your, like that. And also, and also, dang. Yeah. Dang. Dang. Hey man, I lost my hat. Dang. I found my hat. Dang. It's all it's all dang. It's wrong, but and, it's funny. And I could be standing across the room from somebody else, and then all of all the other natives will turn around and look at me. I 
my turn too. Was that you? <laughs> yeah, it was me. And then I speak Spanish at them, and they're like, "What? There's something wrong with you, bro." Like I cussed out that lady at the cricket store. She was talking behind my back in Spanish, and then I cussed her out in Spanish. And she's like, "What the fuck? What is this with women saying what the fuck at me?" Whatever. Okay. You just have that effect on people, Jeff. Who is everybody but me? Who is the last comedian that you performed with? Uh, Monisha Williams. <gasps> Mo, you know uh, Mo. She hit on you. Yeah, and Mo is great. <laughs> Mo is She's incredible. We hit on the same ladies. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mo is awesome. Yeah, I met her briefly. What do you mean you met her briefly? You I, guys used I'm, to be comedy I'm... partners. No, she let me check her underwear because I was working at the dry cleaners. <laughs> no, I actually did. And it was funny because I was out there standing out there smoking a cigarette. And I wasn't supposed to be. That's... I ended up being out there when Monisha Williams was out there. And... Oh, it was pretty cool. Remember, you guys used to do the sketches here. And then uh, you were running around and <laughs> you gave it away, man. I was I was telling a lie. It was perfect. You were running around doing the sketches, and then the lady upstairs goes, "Hey, can you tell them to never come back? They're scaring people." <laughs> That's funny. Okay, there you go. She's great. You man. can ask the next one. She should be great. Oh, Is that the next one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Then that's the one you can. This one. Okay. All right. He's he's. Throwing me some biscuits here. Yeah, so, you, uh, you, do you, you have anything coming up that you're doing? Uh, yeah, I have really a show in, on June 18th in Kansas City, Kansas. All right. Mm-hmm. Where's that going to be? Uh, in Kansas City, Kansas. I know the address now, <laughs> but they're making the flyers. Do you know I'll the venue? Putting out that yeah, what's, what yeah. the venue is? I don't know what the venue is. <laughs> oh. Who's in it? It's Anthony. Oh, that's a great question. It's gonna be over to Anthony's house. You don't even know. And it's like, all right. He, I don't he, even know. The in his backyard, he's gonna be at Anthony's house in his backyard, and he's yeah. gonna have tiki torches. Great. You, you're doing great. See, you say Comedy yes, show. and you work out the other stuff uh, later. How many minutes do you need? Song? How much do I get paid? Well, see, but that leads us to the next thing, that's right. which is: Do you have a website or a way that people can find out more about you? an instagram that i use right now and it's i-s-a-e-g-r-o-w i might make videos but i, I doubt it i'm just not like a social media person as well as <laughs> people my age yeah yeah I'm, i don't um, i hate facebook but I, I haven't used facebook Only reason but i definitely I put out like i i usually like either do a live gonna have a show um and i post like any of the things and then and then like i myself um so i say i'm a female comedian um but i'm also a female entrepreneur yeah i run my own company right now what's that uh and so i do comedy but i also uh do a lot of like consulting and marketing oh um so yeah um well that's good because you're gonna have to do that for yourself be a comic now, I was yeah, thinking, exactly. I love important. networking, so I was like, "Why don't I just do it for myself?" Well, marketing, I do it for all these you got to be like a. I mean, that's one of the things that Redneck Tim does very well. He he Market. markets himself as a product very well. Yeah, but hey, you know, well, so you, you know, what I want to start do? doing get a website and get you a website. Yeah, so well, I want to start doing 
what I call a concept committee, a concept comedy, because uh, I myself am involved in so many uh, different things in my life. Like I'm just in a lot of different groups uh, and I make comedy about all of these things that I'm doing, uh, but I would like them more um, centered. So like, for example, uh, I worked in like sustainable agriculture for years. And uh, right now I volunteer at this one farm in exchange for food. <laughs> and uh, and every time I go out there, we just make jokes about like farming, right? Yeah. Um, but they're very, they're very niche. Like I have this joke about, uh, see, I don't know, maybe you'll get it or not. Um, do you guys know what, uh, uh, it's called bindweed? Have you heard of that? Yes. My dad was a migrant worker. Okay, so bind, so bind weed can actually, like, kill out the crop to where a farmer will, you know, um, completely give up. Like, they'll stop they'll stop farming because it, it gets so bad, right? And so I had this joke about how, like, everyone, you know, there's all these people right now, like, these conspiracy theorists that are, like, uh, afraid of, like, chemtrails. But what it really is is, like, bind weed seed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going into the field like that's <laughs> uh but the farmer that i like hang out with uh and we just we make just like very farm specific jokes he he had told me he was like you know i would love to just hear your jokes at a farming conference and um i already pay to go to all these conferences anyways um just for my own um because i'm trying to create or i'm trying to build my own farm uh, what kind of what kind of product? What kind of agriculture? What kind of crop? Uh, so, so I uh, so for at least I have my master's in education, and I used to make curriculum for different companies, like training curriculum or educational curriculum. Uh, and I'm trying to buy land right now so that I can create kind of like an outdoor educational facility. Um, I've worked on multiple ones, like when I was younger, uh, and yeah, so I'm trying to do, uh, I want to focus on, there's a specific type of growing, it's basically incorporating like native plants with, uh, other crop and just creating a biodynamic garden is basically what I'm trying to do, <laughs> that's but that's awesome. interactive that like kids can go to and adults can learn from and um yeah yeah like i just feel if somebody, like if somebody want to learn about homesteading and growing certain yes, foods then they could go to that exactly yeah i just I, if anything i just feel like so many people are looking for a space to just be themselves you know yeah and so many things cost like so much money to do like right now i'm building my motorcycle from scratch like i tore it apart and then I'm building it back up um, because I wanted to learn the mechanics of it so that I could take care of it. Uh, and what is it? What is it? It's yeah. okay. So it's really cool. It's, uh, it's a 1971 Honda CL100. It's a tiny little bike, yeah. um, but it hasn't been ridden in 50 years. Like it was all like rusted up and there's this garage in Kansas city that I go to and they like help you out. Um, but I'm also doing it because those skills of like putting the bike together are all basic skills that other 
companies, you know, kind of require of you, you know, like you learn, you learn a little bit of welding, you learn a little bit of, um, I don't know, it's, it's just super fascinating. And well, I feel and like the problem solving that comes, comes along with. Yeah, it's a puzzle. And, and the thing is like, and this is something I didn't know about motorcycles. You can, you know, you can manipulate the structure and you can create a different bike. Uh, and one of the business owners there who like owns this, this garage, he literally took a scooter that wasn't able to go past 25 miles per hour. And he created a new engine and now it can go like 86 miles. And he broke the record <laughs> just for, for just playing around in the garage like that. You know, and that's, that's super fascinating. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of opportunity and I feel the same way about plants, like in agriculture, there's, uh, there's so many different ways to do something. Yeah. And I feel like our society just tells us, you know, like there's this one way and they like try to like really like enforce you to think that that's the only way to do it. <laughs> not it's only not. that, I got, I got a story. To tell. Um, we were doing sketch comedy, right? So I go into Home Depot and I'm like, hey, do you have any conduit for air conditioning? And the guy said, what are you using it? You know, I don't I don't need to. I just need to tell me tell me where it is. I'll go look at it. Well, what are you using it? I don't want to tell you what I'm using it for. What does it matter? Tell me, <laughs> tell me where it is. Well, it depends. It depends on you know what 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 you're gonna you know, what you're gonna be making with it that determines where. I'm actually just gonna make it into a rope. <laughs> I said, well, we're make we're doing a sketch about a a pedophile who has children locked in his base basement. His name is his name is Ray Pugh, and it's called Ray Pugh's house. We're going to Ray Pugh's house. And it's about he. The only way he communicates with these children is through the air vent, and he gives them food through the air vent and talks to them. And they're little puppets that come up the air vent. And the guy goes, "That is fucked up, dude." It's like, yeah. So tell me where the tell me where the damn vents are. Tell me where the air conditioning stuff is, Please, man. You Why? made me tell you. I was like, you I know? didn't want to tell you. I know what I'm doing with whatever I'm doing. I don't need your, I don't need your uh, your advice. On right? how to build exactly. it. Yeah. Kids these days. But hey, it has been awesome talking to you. Uh Isa? Yes, Isa. Isa. Yeah. Job, so yeah. apparently you can find Isa on nowhere. <laughs> Instagram. And she'll be like somewhere in That's Kansas City, start, Kansas. Uh, you know, hanging <laughs> on out June over 18th. there. Yep. June eighteenth. So if you if you're on Facebook, you can go to um the Casey Comedy or is it Kansas City comedian fans, have you posted in there? You post anything? No, I haven't. Yet. You should, I should post in there. Yeah. Well, and they have the KC comedy. Um, well, like no, but I'm saying our, our website, whatever, right? Our website points to the Kansas City fans because yeah. it's an open group. So we we tell people go there. So yeah, Kansas okay. City comedian fans. Yeah, okay, I'll post on there. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Or is it Kansas City comedy fans? I think it's Kansas City I, comedian fans. If you go to KCComedy.com on the homepage, <laughs> you click it, it goes to that group. Whatever it is. Okay. That page. All right. Don't go to KCComedy.com because that's where you'll find it. No, no, it is KCComedy.com. And on the homepage, it has a link that goes to that Facebook page. Sorry, I couldn't resist. It was good meeting you. It was very nice talking with you. Uh, good luck. Yeah. It was so, very nice to meet you. All, all the best. To you and thank you for being on the show. We really, really appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a good night, you guys. Okay. <laughs> All right, bye. All right, bye. That was that was fun. That, that was, was cool, man.
I think we, we actually, lit up the comment boards like crazy. We over actually here. had like a. I think maybe Redneck might have been a little bit on the. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I don't think you're supposed to drink that much when you're medicated, Redneck. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so, um, let's see. What's what's the Just next kidding, segment? The interview. Oh, word of the week. The word of the week this week. At comedy. Now we're. Um, I'm going to take her picture off. Yeah. I mean, you know. The word of the week this week is trans. No, not transvestite. <laughs> I was going to say, for I real. I had the wrong word. Not transvestite. Not transvestite. One who cross dresses personally off. There, boom. Dressing outside of gender. There's only two genders. Are you be dressing, dressing Today's, the opposite? Uh, today's word of the day mess. or word of the week is transvaxite. Transvaxite. A transvaxite yes. is a person who identifies <laughs> as having been vaccinated, even though they haven't actually been vaccinated. <laughs> An example of that is, although I was not born fully vaccinated, I identify as vaccinated. <laughs> or in other words, I am transvaxite. Transvaxite. So that's that's the word right there. Transvaxite. What do you think of that? The cool. I think that's crazy. I didn't like our dictionary. Ur ur urban dictionary. It's urban. <laughs> oh, yes. uh, all right. So here we got. Oh goodness. <laughs> Fan mail. Fan oh mail. gosh, we're doing fan mail. Fan for mail. Real? Okay, so if you haven't noticed yet or you haven't figured it out yet, if you wanted to send us fan mail, you could send fan mail care of Comedy Vet, PO Box 369, Lather 65, and, um, you know, send us fan mail. You can also go to our website and check out the archives of what we got going on, Married with Comedy Com. Yeah, that's the one you sent me. I was just making. Okay. I didn't want to say that and then be a jerk. Today's <laughs> jerk fan mail. We've, awesome. we've had a fan sending us fan mail, and we got a stack of the Epic Times. Oh, you took the Epic Epic. You epic took my Times. idea a little bit, huh? What do you awesome. mean? Awesome. That's what they. I have a whole year's worth. Remember, I had an idea to do a radio show. They they. We have somebody who's been sending us Epic Times. So, really? Yeah, they've been sending Be us careful Epic Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not doing it all the way there. Doing it down. See? Doing it. Epic Times. Epic Times. So we've been having a, a fan of ours who subscribed us to the Epic Times. And I can't Is remember. No, I can't oh. remember her name, but she's a very nice lady, and um, I obviously she doesn't three dollars a paper. Yeah, yeah. Out loud. yeah, she's a very nice lady. She signed us up for a one year subscription, so cool, and it automatically man. goes to the PO box, PO box three six nine, Nathan Perry, home. So, so, so if you uh, if you feel like sending some fan mail. Yeah, you could send fan mail care of comedy vets 
Yale Box 369, Lather, Missouri 64465. Send us, send us mail. You want to send us a letter? You send us a letter. Fan mail, care of Comedy Pets, Yale Box 369, Lather, Missouri. That cool. That. I'm looking. You know what's really funny? Uh, is that uh, we are going through these these things. So, um, here we go. Ready? This week in comedy history. All right, before we start, Go I just ahead. want to give a shout out, a happy birthday to my mom and all her personality. Because okay. she's a Gemini, so she's got a Gemini. At least. <laughs> all Love right, you, mom. So. This right, week in comedy history, May 24th to May 30th. We're going to start off May 24th, 1975. Will Sasso's born. Will Sasso, best known as a cast member on Mad TV. Many, many, many seasons. You might not know his first acting job was in 1993 in one episode. Happy birthday, of, James. In Sorry. one episode of the French, uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. His first acting job, 1993. Really? Fresh Prince of Bel Air. One episode. Wow. All right. Cool. So Will gave Will his big break. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. Will S gave Will S. Yeah. Uh, January 13th, 1931. 13. 1931. January. Oh. Charles Nelson Riley was born. Oh, another Riley. And he died. Right? He died. May 25th. He sure does. Good for you. May 25th, 2007. Like Best known for his TV stage and movie roles that span from 1960 to uh, But you might not know that in 1985, the Dead Milkman did an album called Big Lizard in My Backyard. Uh-huh. And they referred to Charles Nelson Riley as uh a Jesus figure <laughs> and an orgy centerpiece. So yeah, Jesus figure, Jesus figure, and an orgy centerpiece. Now the orgy centerpiece, I understand, because it's the Riley. But Charles Nelson, yeah. like the, the I can't shit, orgy. I can't piss. Yeah. Wait, I can't piss, I can't. Shit. Got no people. Nope. I know. I know, I was trying to think, I can't. I know, I know, I was trying to song at all. There's a big lizard in my backyard. Yeah. Well, that's the one song. Yeah. It was multiple songs they were I don't remember that song, but I remember the band. May 26, yeah. 1987, Josh Thomas. Best known <laughs> for winning the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. 2005, Melbourne, Australia. Huh? Guy from hmm. Melbourne, Australia. You, you might not know he was diagnosed with ADHD. 
at the age of 28. And he also ha uh, he's also autistic. autistic. Wait a minute. It's autistic. He has autism. And ADHD. But he can't sit still yeah. and he talks all the time. Yeah. And he turns around. I could. I don't hmm. understand. Maybe I. Seems like <laughs> May twenty seven things would not be on the same docket. May twenty seventh, nineteen seventy three. Jack McBrayer was born. Yeah. Best known for his many characters Holy on smokes. Late Night with Conan O'Brien. The Gemini, huh? Watched the campaign. You might not know when he was eighteen cool? years old. He suffered from. Uh, uh, from a pneumothorax, pneumothorax, pneumothorax. Yeah, he was suffering. Pneumothorax is air gets trapped between your lungs and the lining of your chest, the wall of your chest. So outside of your lungs. I don't know. But he said he felt like it was. He was having a heart attack. He said he felt like. All right. How do they even find that? Here, I'm going to show you the you picture. You know what I mean? Without without looking at the guy's name. Like, can, they... can you tell who that is? Oh my gosh, that's uh, Bill Hartman. Yeah. <gasps> September 24th, 1948, Bill okay. Hartman was born. He died May 20th, 1998. Not... Best okay. known as a cast member on Saturday Night Live. You might not know that. He Owned a graphic arts company, graphic arts company designing album art for various albums. He designed 40 album art. He did 40 albums, album art for bands including Paco, America, and Crosby, Stills, and Nash. He designed album art. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I was going to say you might not know how he died. Oh, look, look. It's Issa. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Good luck. Well, man, I miss old Phil, dude. That's. I mean, talk about how he. But did he die? Or Phil Hart. Is that what happened? He died, but his uh, his his what? his wife, girlfriend at the time, um, was uh very very moody, mood swings a lot, and they were like always getting in arguments. Stuff like that. They went out to dinner and they were hanging out together. Nice. They went home, and then he took uh he took something to go to sleep, and she shot him in the head, shot him in the throat, and shot him in the chest, and mm. killed him. And then so, and then she shot herself. Not odd. Yeah. So Bill yeah. Hartman. Bill Hartman. Probably. My money with me. <laughs> February fifteenth, nineteen twenty-seven. That. Harvey nice. Corman was born, and he died May 29th, two thousand eight. Best known for his oh, comedy partnership with who's his comedy partner? Nope. Tim Conway. Tim Conway. Known best for his comedy partnership with Tim Conway. Yeah, but they... he went a lot on Carol. Carol Burnett. Yeah, I was gonna say. And yeah. Mel Brooks. He did a lot with Mel Brooks. So. So he was him in, and Tim Conway or were comedy duo before they went on Carol Burnett. Do you remember his character in uh, uh, Blazing I mean, Saddles? Briefly. I'm, I mean, 
Somewhat. He was. You know? uh, I ain't seen Blazing Saddles. Hedy Lamar. They named him Hedy Lamar. Yeah, I was trying to remember. And she sued. She sued them for using her name. First. Name Hedy Lamar. Okay, but. Joe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or she but sued. She, I don't know. You might not know that. Um, Part of. RV Corman was a member of the. Peninsula Players Summer Theater Program during the summers of 1950-1957. Peninsula Players is like uh, whatever peninsula uh, in whatever the... I don't know. Maine? The, Maine, there you go. Peninsula. Okay. <laughs> I was like... I don't a, know, bro. I don't know geography. There's Florida, and then there's Maine, and then there's California. It's not a whole lot of options. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> April 24th, 1953, John Fox was born, and he died May 3rd, 2012. Why is the name familiar, but I'm looking at his face. You know, known as the Nick him. Nolte of comedy. You might not know his first show was on June 14th, 1979 at the Comedy Store. Uh, you might also not know that he was... Uh, talk about my choppy choppiness you also might not know that uh he said my my i know but i don't hear it yeah yeah well it's because the the thing what it'll do is it'll it'll um cut out the the volume here oh because it's filtering problem anyway anyway you also might not know that he was uh on with uh what are those guys called? The I don't know. Like I said, I, I vaguely recognize the name, and I don't recognize the guy's face. Uh, blue collar comedy tour with uh, what's his name? He was on blue collar. He, he was he was on. Uh, was he like the opener? Well, no, or he something? was on a DVD with uh, Jeff Foxworthy and the other guys from Blue Blue Collar, but he, he wasn't one of the one of, opening. He comedians. wasn't one of the blue collar guys, right? He was one of the openers, one of the fluffers, or whatever. One, but he toured with those guys, and and he was on DVDs and stuff with them. But it wasn't the blue collar comedy thing. It was like the something else, rednecks at comedy or something gotcha. like that. Gotcha. I know that one. Yeah, I got to. So that was this week in comedy history. Yeah. This week in comedy history is in the, the bag. Oh, in the look, bag, comedy horror is up there. In the bag, in the books. Take the that bag, off there, comedy the horror. Books. And we're going to do... Uh, Breakdown? Shakedown? Breakdown. Breakdown. Shakedown. I think I'm pretty much done with this. Breakdown. Yeah. Shakedown. You're gone, honey. Just about the time you think it's over. Boom. Done with that thing. I don't want it anymore. We done? Yeah. Breakdown. Fuck, man. Where's it say breakdown? Boom. Thank you. All right. So I'm breaking down DNA. And if you haven't seen it, that's because it was a shite movie uh, from 1996. It was a B movie. He was until Larry came on. He was one of the blue-collar comedy guys until Larry the Cable Guy came on. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, I didn't know that. 
Anyways, <clears throat> the reason I brought up this movie is it was on YouTube for free. <laughs> and I was doing some dishes, so it was cheap and easy to check out. And it had Mark DeCascus or whatever his name is, the the uh, Capoeira guy. He's the one who brought Capoeira to America. Made it big or whatever. He does a lot of like action movies or whatever. Yeah. But generally he does martial arts in this movie. He did not. Um, and then the guy from Seven Seals, I think it is, with Demi Moore. The guy who played Satan. Yeah. I don't remember him from much else, but he was in it also. It's called DNA. The reason I bring up the movie is because it was made 25 years ago. Okay? And tell me how weird this is. It's about DNA from... Uh, well, they're trying to search for an enzyme. I don't want to get into it too deep because some of it's fake anyways. But they're searching for an enzyme. And this guy shows up and tells Mark Duplassus, whatever his name is. I don't even know his name. I can't remember it now. Duplicitous. But tells the guy, hey, I think I found what you're looking for. But what he's got is something totally different. Well, the movie is named DNA. When he comes in and tells this guy, I'm finding this, I found this enzyme that you're looking for. And he goes and the guy's, uh, Mark was doing a, an equation on the blackboard to try to figure this stuff out, right? And he goes up to the blackboard to finish the equation and change it a little bit to show the guy what he was missing. And in the right hand corner, it says RNA. Matter of fact, hang on a second, let me bring that up. <laughs> you gonna I, try to show the picture? Well, I don't know if I can try to show it. Because they gave me some flack about it. So you may not be able to put it on there, bro. Why did it give you some you flack? Do you need to do sideways? Do your thing sideways? It says RNA and it says look. You want to try to put it on there and see if it goes on there? Yeah, you can't see that. Maybe like... No, you can't really see it at all, can you? No, that's what I'm saying. Turn it sideways. Turn your phone sideways. That, so it's bigger, you mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is much bigger. I didn't think it would be that much bigger. But see how it says RNA right over his right-hand shoulder? They made sure we could see that. And then right next to that, you can't really read it, but it looks more like it says look. Right? Yeah. But it draws your eyes to that. And very briefly, you see RNA. How do RNA. I notice stuff like that? Well, I've watched way too many movies. Oh. <laughs> and luckily, I looked up and saw that at just the right moment. RNA. So, anyways. So, then I'm watching the movie. And 11 minutes and 11 seconds. Think, that, think about that. 11 minutes and 11 seconds into the movie. Exactly. A guy gets knocked off a cliff by get this bats a Why guy gets mean? a guy gets killed by bats okay so you go from dna to rna to somebody getting killed by bats now check this out at 15 minutes in guess where mark goes to a wet market an open wet market like an asian Now, the idea of the movie is there's a creature that's found, okay? Mm -hmm. And then the creature, they they take the DNA from the creature. 
and create something else huh. and bring it to life. Now, it's funny because my wife and I had conversations about um, when they bring up the ice, um, the ice cores. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? They, yeah. they drill these big ice cores, they bring them up. Mm -hmm. Well, what people don't think about is guess what else gets trapped in the ice? Bacteria. Bacteria and viruses and shit. Mm -hmm. So these people for the last 70 years now, give or take, I don't know, something like that. For the last 70 years, maybe 80, have been taking these big ice cores out of the ice. But they ain't told us that they've been finding all these viruses and whatnot yeah, in these cold ice COVID. cores. It's cold COVID. <laughs> so my point was, is is it's not a far stretch to think about the ice cores, but then also to think about like them extracting dna from something that's been deceased for a very long time say like a mummy well they were, I... they, they were talking about doing that from like uh uh dna of blood found in fossils well and there's a theory that they've been doing it since the germans came over and that's why jurassic park is actually a documentary <laughs> it could be in a way <laughs> The point being that they have figured out a way to clone ancient material. Okay, so to take the DNA from ancient material and reconstitute it. And I'm saying the reason I brought this up is because if you add all those things together, they say COVID. They just do. So why why is that? That's 25 years ago. That's a very... It's a very odd thing to see something like that nowadays because I never watched it because it was a B action movie. Yeah. You know, it was okay, but it wasn't anything that I see that, that uh, was on my radar. Jurassic Park porn movie. Oh, God. Jurassic Pork. And they were trying to introduce DNA into the saliva of women. So, anyways, yes. So, um,. I like to watch the movies and look for the stuff. And let me tell you, there's always stuff in there that connects every movie. Like my wife and I go back and forth about the, um, the, the Volkswagens. Yeah. The Volkswagen bugs in every movie. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, I look that up. Now, if you've ever noticed the Volkswagen Beetle in movies, it's a very prevalent thing. It happens a lot. It happens like... A lot. So much so that they actually had a website to debunk that the uh, movie studios were paid or paid money to the Beatles, the Beatle car, to be used in but, every movie. But De Beers, De Beers actually paid the movie industry to put scenes in movies um, introducing the, 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 um, the engagement ring. The diamond engagement ring, and well, that's when they came out with a placement. diamond is forever. Yeah, they, they've been doing product placement for a long time. Pepsi like, was made it big, but they were doing product but placement. But I mean, De Beers. No, De Beers, this is when silent movies, right after silent movies, they, it was when they uh, they oh, found they were it. Doing was like it was like in the 1800s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because when they found the, when they found the diamonds and the diamond mines, you're mines not talking and, Mandela effect. No, about that when they found the the diamonds in the diamond mines, what they did was they just took of these diamonds 
And they were like, if we flood the market with all these diamonds, the price is going to go down too much. Mm -hmm. So let's put it all in warehouses. So they were mm -hmm. putting diamonds in mm -hmm. warehouses and they yeah. came up with that campaign because they realized that only rich people could afford those diamonds that they already had. Right. Mm -hmm. So then they took some of the smaller, lesser, lesser valued diamonds and they made the, the engagement ring based on that. So De Beers actually created that whole thing. Anyway. Okay. So, yeah. Well, that's just like Santa Claus. But did yeah. you ever did you ever see the movie uh, Swarm? Old Saint Nick was not a good guy. You ever see just the movie so Swarm? You know. Or was it Bees? Swarm. I think it was Swarm. Swarm. Okay. That's one of the other YouTube ones I haven't gotten no, to No, it's yet, not a YouTube right? one. It's an old one from the 70s where yeah. they had a bunch of bees. I think they had it on Killer there. Bees. It was like the Kentucky Killer Bees or whatever. Okay, it's a movie about Killer that. Bees. I did see that. And the, like they had Not a scene sworn. where a little little kid was blowing a horn, and then the bees yeah. attacked the kid and went in their mouth. And, right. Okay. Yeah. And you know what kind of vehicle they used to attract the bees to the football stadium to turn the air conditioning on to to uh, calm the bees down? Harley. A Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> Sorry. Volkswagen Beetle. I was trying to think of the last Your breakdown thing. was really good. You like that? Yeah, look, we're like over an hour in and we're only halfway through the show. Mm. Mm. All right, breakdown done. In the books. Um, so, the Outpost Survival Tip of the Week. Um, Outpost Survival. Please wash your hands. Tip of the Week. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm, I'm totally screwing this up. Well, you got to turn off breakdown first. I'm looking for it. Right there. Boom. Right above it. You know, there if you I go. color code them. <laughs> it might help so we got know. the 10 c's of survival and what? today's today take a picture of that hold on i gotta i gotta do i gotta let people know what's up with the 10 c's of, of the 10 c's cutting tools yeah. on, go back to the other one i'll take a picture but i'm doing this hold on i'm doing? letting people i'm highlighting it what I'm highlighting it so that people will be able to see it. What? I'm highlighting the thing. So you don't know which one you're on? Yeah. Gotcha. Like that. Okay. Boom, cutting tools. Number one is cutting okay. tools. The 10 C's of survival was yes. developed by uh, Dave. Well, if my wife is not listening in there right now, I can run that by her later. Just so she understands. Dave Canterbury. Dave Canterbury. Okay, so cutting tools. A lot of people think cutting tools, um, and I'm going to switch to the other thing, back back to this. A lot of people think of cutting tools, and they think of something like this, a fixed blade, or I mean, a, a lock blade knife. Okay, a, sure. So that's that a cutting is, tool. It is. Okay. It's not the only kind, but it is a cutting tool. Uh, and this is a cutting tool. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a uh, uh -huh, uh -huh. what do you call that? This is like a Swiss Army Swiss knife. Ar yeah, whatever. Swiss Army knife. Okay, so and the, not from Swiss the most Army. prevalent uh, material that the cutting tools are made of currently are steel and carbon steel. Carbon steel uh, it keeps the edge longer, but it's harder to sharpen. And steel is uh, it it's easier to sharpen, but doesn't keep an edge very long. So we're going to go through some of the some of the uh, the various knives and cutting utensils. I'm getting up because this is the one. Well, and I I've seen one that you got over here. I saw that earlier. So well, this this is one I carry every day. And I need one of those when I get to the booth. This is one I carry every day. I like that one. 
has a really, really thick. This is a full tang fixed blade knife. I like that. This one's like massive. I've had this for a long time. I think I bought it for like five bucks. Some oh, it's a like fixed that. blade. Shoot, I didn't realize that. That's a fixed blade, yeah. That's beautiful, dude. Here, we can even do the top down so that people can, mm, can see it nicer. That's nice. Um, the good, I, what I like about it is it's very, very comfortable. And then these, these screws can come out and I could change that and that's wood and I can make it bone or whatever else I want. And people don't realize this part right here. That's unique as well. Cause normally you get the, the tip looks more like that. Yeah. Not like that. Yeah. And also this back here. Yeah. Is, oh yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> So I seen I, I seen it in a video where a guy was making a blade. He was explaining a little bit about. So that. That's pretty cool. That is a. Uh, that's pretty nice. So where'd you a, get that? That one I got. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, it doesn't. It doesn't have a name and it doesn't have a maker's mark on it. It was just a generic knife, but I've had it for so long. It's one of my most favorite knives. Oh, that's you a can, good weight too, you can man. Buy that knives thing similar right to that. there, bro. You could buy knives similar to that in a kit. This is the. Boy, this would be real good for skin and This is the Uncle Henry kit, and see how it has this knife on the cover. Mm -hmm. That is not the knife that's in this can. Mm -hmm. These oh, are the wow. knives that are in this can, and well, they're fixed blade. These too, are fixed then, yeah. blade also. Uh, these are not full tang. Oh, cool. They they go. It maybe goes to right about here, and it's got wood covering it, but you can see on the edge here, it's not full tang because you can see right. the wood. Right. Um, this knife, I would say this one is closer to that knife. Closer, but still. And this knife is, uh, you know, more of a, you know, this one would be for finer jobs. This one would be for, uh, for Ooh. bigger jobs. The, a kit like this is like, uh, yeah. you could buy this for like 20 bucks. You can get them on clearance for like 15 nice. and they come with, uh, with sheaths. So that is a that is a knife, Uncle Henry. So that's, that's a fixed, sharp, buddy. That's a fixed blade knife. That's beautiful. Yeah, got, it's just got the post that goes through the bottom. So let's not not mess that up. So if you want to see that, it's yeah. just a post that goes through the bottom on yeah. that one. Then you've got another. Another lock blade knife. These ones it. are really cheap. I got this one 50, 50 cents, and it has a serrated knife on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a lock blade knife. Those are always good for cutting stuff. And I keep this one in my... that one. Where in you my, need multiple. Yeah. I keep that one in my bug out bag all the time. Yeah. I'm going to pull this bag over here so I can get to it easier. That's a good idea. Oh, those kind of bags. Okay. Flap goes over. Then you got um, this knife, a little more Camp of a survival knife. Um, oh wow! It has a fire fire steel yeah, on it, but like it's a uh, double edged. It looks like a boot knife. Yeah. Good old and it has one knife. of these things on the end to uh, break windows and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I keep that one in my bug out. I keep this one in this one in my tool bag. Okay. Alright. Then you've got the larger fixed blade. Now we're getting into the larger knives. I gotta I gotta switch back to this. So this one is a larger fixed blade knife. I like that. 
Oddly enough, about the handle, but this one like that. was it's less like a expensive. Small machete. This one was about the same price as that that thing with two of them. Feel the handle. Oh, it's not what I thought it was. That's it's like a, awesome. It's like a yeah. rubber grip. Yeah, it's. See, they missed. They missed out. They had a chance right here to really make this nice, dude. Well, yeah, like, feel the difference between that and this. Yeah, I like this one better. This is nice. So, I mean, dude, look at that. You can put your thumb right on there. Yeah, that's my favorite knife. Yeah, I love that. That's nice. I like that. So, one. you can sheath that one and when then, you're done with and it. I don't know if you can see, but, like, you know, see my hand? You put your thumb on that, it just jams right in the middle yeah, of that look, bad look boy. Yeah, look at the thickness of this blade. Yeah. As, a, as opposed to the back of that yeah. blade. It's totally different. Totally different. You ain't breaking that. Yeah. I've actually processed wood with oh. this. I've actually <laughs> You've been wood. oiling it? I oiled and, I oiled that one and, and uh, also... Sharpened uh, it? Because I processed wood with that one and it take the paint off. Yeah. And this one I processed wood with it. And I could literally put this into a... They like pound it into a piece of wood and go like this and twist it. And it'll break the wood. Just like you do with the uh, what do they call if it? If I try that with, or whatever. Yeah, if I try that with one of the, any of the other knives, oh, yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that. Oh, I almost cut my hand up with that one. That is beautiful, sir. Okay. I like that. And then we've got this one. This is the Walmart machete. Yes. Walmart, Walmart machete. It has a serrated thing on the back of it. Yep. Cutting and then it's just a regular machete and blade yep. and it has the same rubbery yeah. handle as that one yeah i like and that though that's a good you know for a cheap walmart blade you'll notice it's dirty weight. right yeah that's a good weight i've used that one on uh to, to dig like uh I toilet like holes Oh, that's great. And I'm uh, over here handling it. Well, I know you, you dig the hole. You don't dig a hole after you shit. <laughs> and to and to dig uh um what did Dakota that's fire nice. Dakota fire holes. That's so nice, we're gonna dude. stay in the in the vein of machetes. Machete. Then you got the cheap Walmart machete. That's nice. That looks like it's well used. Yeah, it has dirt on it and everything. And the guys. handle. Uh, and it was like taped on there and wiggly and stuff. So this uh, machete, I've killed many a snakes with it and see how it's like all broken and stuff. See how uh, thin and cheap that is and you can move yeah. it. Yeah, it's lasted a long time though. Okay. I'm not touching anything else because you're digging toilet This next one, <laughs> I didn't know what it was until today. And I use this one a lot. This one... Is a 1950 Topanga machete from uh, Czechoslovakia. It was uh, made in 19 between 1940 and 1950. Actually says, <laughs> well, from the mark on it, there's a maker's mark right here, uh, and from that maker's mark, you can tell that this this was made between 1940 and 1950 based on the maker's mark. But I've sharpened the shit out of this with different. Uh, different tools and stuff mm -hmm. it's not very sharp down here but down here pretty yeah. sharp right which is actually what you want out of your machine. you can literally cut down a tree with this mm -hmm. um during the uh during the invasion of uh yugoslavia 
-hmm. These were used to uh, genocide people. These are also used a lot in South Africa. This is generally this was this was not touching that blade because it's probably evidence. This is first developed. Um, this shape was first developed in South Africa, East Africa, and uh, a lot of genocide happened at the hand of these blades. It's a good chopping blade. A lot blade. of war. Good a lot chopping of, blade. They also this is Takes also off a, limbs. They also call this type of blade sometimes they call it a cane blade. Mm. A cane, cane blade, but it's a, as a cane. Not, not to be mistaken with panga. Panga is a different, different blade. It's more rounded. It's like that other one. Mm. This one is, um, it's called a tapanga blade, the way it's shaped. But this one specifically is from Yugoslavia. The handle was a wooden handle that I still has part of the old wooden handle on mm -hmm. it, right there. But I put uh, a piece of leather on it and taped it with gorilla tape because they didn't <laughs> want it to hurt me. So, <laughs> still want to be able to use it. Yeah. The blade's fine. The handle's what sucks. So then you get into other tools. So you've got um, other cutting tools. Could be for scissors. So mm -hmm. all of these knives could be do used for processing firewood into finer things. Um, right. Processing animals. You know, cleaning and processing animals. Yeah. You know, doing cutting cordage and cutting clothing and doing doing different utility things. Uh, sometimes people put cutting tools like I have scissors in my bug out bag. I've got a small pair, actually a really tiny pair of these mm. in my bug out bag. But you keep scissors in your in your bug out bag. Keep your hair cut short, your beard cut short, all kinds of stuff like that. Now we get into saws. Because you're not going to be out there shaving, you know. You've got the... How long is your razor going to last? You're going to have to use your knife for that kind of stuff. This is a shark tooth saw. Really cheap. I like cheap, that. That's cool. Cheap shark tooth saw. But yeah, this but, one, yeah. even though it's cheap, the handle can come off. So you can store it easier. But um, this is extremely, extremely uh, good at cutting wood, especially small branches or whatever. Yeah. I've cut trees... Yeah, as big around awesome. as yeah, you know, big and quickly. Little, yeah, really quick. The teeth this are great. Cut really well. Yeah, those teeth are great. Okay, uh, another saw. This one is a thin. It's called it's a, pull, a pull saw. Pull yeah. saw. Yeah. This is based on a Japanese saw. The mm. Jap Japanese had had saws like this, and you'll notice that there's large teeth on this end. And small teeth. Small teeth on that end. That's cool. So this is a rough cut and fine cut, yeah. and this is a double, double teeth. I don't know if you can see that they're double. Yeah. And on this I side, can. I don't know if they can. Single. It's just single, yeah. And again, it has this little thing, so you can take the blade off and put it away. But uh, that is a uh, like a Japanese style pull saw. And this one, you can you can do a lot of work with this one. You could yeah, I was looking at it. That's cut, pretty cool. You can uh, cut. Um, they do a lot of furniture work with that that kind of a saw. Okay. Okay. And then you got uh, this kind of saw. This one actually is from That's a bug out what bag. I'm gonna get. These these originally were called silkies. It's yes. a it has a button here. You push button yes, here. You push the button. It's a lock great blade. Limb blades. They're now, so good. They dude. have some. They have some where the blade itself is straight, like this one. Mm -hmm. This one's better for um, for making straight cuts for building stuff. If you want precise cuts, they gotcha. also have rounded blades, and the rounded blades are better for cutting limbs. 
and basically they're cutting yeah, through the ones wood. that are curved yeah this yeah. one also has a double knife or a double edge yeah. like double yeah. double tooth thing uh I'll another cool thing about this one is you can cut above you like yeah. that so i have this one that's awesome this one i think is an eight inch blade okay. uh my wife's bug out bag she has one that's longer than this and uh and then there's ones like this that go on poles so um These are known to break, he says. Yeah. Richie says these are known to break. Well, this one's a Fisker. And it, it it's sort of um, rigid. But the when you're cutting it, you got to be really careful that it doesn't pinch. And if it starts to pinch, then it'll break. So, uh, which is true. Yeah. Thanks for pointing that out. All, All right. right. Well, that's not done. I didn't have examples of this next thing, so I just brought the closest thing I could. Other cutting tools oh, yeah, couldn't yeah. You've shown hatchets. that one before, I think. This is a this is a little mini mini hatchet. Um, a hatchet is a one-handed uh, axe type tool, uh, and then you have the two-handed axe, like a wood axe. Hatchets are generally smaller and have a thinner, narrower blade. Axes generally are, you know, two-handed or a larger head, and they have um, maybe a, a wider cutting surface where it goes from from a small to wide, in order in order so you could um, cut down trees and stuff. Uh, in this family, you also have tomahawks, but tomahawks were actually more of a, like an, a weapon to be thrown or to be a, you know hit somebody with. But you can use a tomahawk to cut down trees and process wood and stuff like that. So this need. goes in the axe family. So, right. so cutting tools, you've got um, knives, scissors, saws, hatchets, axes. Um, I'm sure I missed something. There's many, many. Oh, oh. Yeah, Axel. I did miss something. I missed something. Mm -hmm. Guess what I missed? The one I could see. I, I missed this one. I just assumed you'd change mine. This is a folding saw that uh i, got, oh, wow. I have the blade with the handle that's cool the it's actually designed so you can pop this down take it apart the blade comes off and there are some that are folding where it has a hinge here and here yeah and you could fold them um this is i use this one a lot this is a fiberglass that's a, yeah that's a decent one though and this the is, handle help i'll bet i don't know if you can see those teeth see how yeah. large those teeth yeah, are yeah buddy okay this is for rough cut, but it cuts really fast. <laughs> it's slow to get started, yeah. but once you do, I you can cut down a tree with this thing, bro. Yes. You can go go off with that thing. Yeah. So, the Outpost Survival Tip of the Week this week is cutting tools. Cutting tools. So, the 10 C's of survival this week was cutting tools. Next week, we're going to do combustion and talk about combustion next week so outpost survival tip of the week boom in the bag 420 oh it is 420 boom okay i'll be right back that's oh, why sorry i i thought you meant it's time to smoke my boom. bad <laughs> that's why that's why i put it on like that so that way yeah, you can read you. it it's cool man man we are almost it's memorial day only weekend. got a half hour left bro you know what that means? No. One extra day that I could smoke weed all day. 
Because at work, you know, I have to take breaks to smoke weed. So. And so, since it's Memorial Day, and you're supposed to remember the dead folks, I say smoke two for the homies. All the homies. The dead homies, the homies who couldn't be there, you know, the ones in rehab. Just smoke two for the homies. All right, that's my 420. Next. Really? Yeah. Well, that was a really quick 420. Yes, sir. Okay. So, uh... Trying to get to the real thing. Turn off the smoke. (laughs) Turn off the smoke. So, uh... Where is it? All right. I don't even see it. Okay, but just hand it to me. So I went to the thrift store. And, uh, this? Yep. And, uh... So I went to the thrift store, and there was this bag sitting there, and the, the bag was empty. I'm intrigued. So the bag was empty, and the thing that was that, that was sitting next to it didn't have a tag, but the thing next to that had a tag that was barely on. So I deduced that the tag must have fallen off of this onto that other item. So I just put it back on the item that it originally was on. Gotcha. And then... So this uh, is a heavy-duty industrial... Uh, tripod. I don't know about that. But Dude, it's nice. feel, feel it. I don't know feel. about heavy duty industrial, but it's feel nice. that shit. I got That's you, industrial man. shit, I don't man. Know about that, but it's good. All right, it's see nice. the price on there? I know three bucks. And it has a. Uh, I don't know what the hell that is. What? Tilt lock control. Whatever. Yeah. That, what's that? Reflectives. I don't have. There's a reflective thing about, right there. But... Okay. Anyway, so the, the this had a tag. Here, I'm gonna show it on the on the top down. Top down. So this tag for two dollars and ninety-nine cents was barely hanging on to an item next to this item. So I just assume with my deductive reasoning that this uh, must have been the tag yeah. that was supposed to be on it, because yeah. that makes sense that yeah. it should be on that. That should be three dollars. Well, this should be three dollars. And the person at the counter didn't they notice didn't care. that there's no way. That was there for three dollars. <laughs> so then, then I also got my. 50, I'm an accessory, dude. Then Thanks. I got my fifty percent off um, Memorial Day weekend um, veterans discount. So this was a dollar fifty for this. Like it's got to be like that? eighty dollar. <laughs> it's got to be an eighty dollar Memorial Day thing. weekend. Isn't that eighty dollar? Veterans. When you said that would be eighty bucks, brand new. Look at that. That's nice, dude. I told you it's nice. Video tripod. It's nice. Very nice. And like I said, this bag was sitting next to it. And I just assumed this bag was for it because perfect. look at that. That's like perfect fit. Except it's for a pool stick. But I think you knew that. No, it's not. It's for what I say it is. So uh, right. I went to the thrift store and, and uh, I got this. Stole some shit. I got this awesome tripod. <laughs> I didn't steal it. <laughs> Practically. Richard said he'll give me $25 for it. No, yeah. mine. It's mine. That's mine, and I love it, and I want to keep it forever and kiss it and love it. I'll give you 30 It goes up to 30 That's funny. <laughs> Comedy now you're whore. just begging, redneck. Comedy <laughs> whore. Comedy whore. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Hey, uh, Richie. Um, savers? 
uh, savers in, off of 291 in Liberty. Mm-hmm. They have that exact same one mm-hmm. on the shelf. So if you go and you look for that exact same one on the shelf, I'm pretty sure you can get it less less than thirty dollars. It'll probably be like nine ninety nine. Oh, and you better beat me to it, homie. Yeah. You give him a kiss. So comedy horror. All right. So, um, I've been thinking about it, and I think I've been doing this comedy thing wrong, right? So like, I get paid to do comedy shows. But it seems like waiting for a comedy show and then you got to try to get them to pay you for said comedy show. It's not really working for me. Yeah, no. So what I thought I would do is just open up a Patreon account called My Personal Comedy Horror Account where people just <laughs> donate money so to it's me. called My Personal Comedy Horror Account. <laughs> My personal comedy account. <laughs> Patreon.com slash my Where personal comedy account. People can just donate to me so that I don't have to go do comedy Dude, you got to, to get go. paid. You got to go on Patreon I and can get just that make secure jokes. that one out. Yes. My, personal, my personal comedy horror account. You should All fucking right. do that. My personal comedy horror account. Yeah, because you just said it. Yeah. My personal comedy horror account. That's great. I didn't even know it was like a thing. I was just trying to be funny. So now it can be real. Yeah. All right. I'm done. Next. Okay. Well, we're going to do the pathetic pet of the week. There's, that one's TBC, like, right? Uh, that one's TBC because I don't actually yeah. have the Patreon yet. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. That's to be continued. Okay. Today's pathetic pet of the week is... Uh, I'm doing it wrong. I didn't realize how much I slouch. I gotta let that barrel chest just stick out a little bit. Well, where the hell is it? <laughs> just kidding. I was trying to get my oldest to like sit gonna, up straight because uh, she sits like this. And she's beastly too, so it looks like she's just sitting there ready to fight. There, boom. You know, and she's just watching YouTube. It's nothing big, but the she pathetic like pet of the week this week is your lady sit up, Mary. Get that chin up. This is Mary. Like you got somebody's hand on your back, just holding you. Just push you. you see forward. Mary? Push you forward. She was like, "Daddy, it hurts my back." This is Mary. All right. Mary is a female short hair. She just got um short hair. That's a that's a hairless. Where the hair grew back. She just got fixed recently. Wow. Yeah, she's like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, uh, Monday, she got fixed. She's really tiny, and her eyes are huge. No, her eyes are not huge. She's just really tiny. She's got like really cute eyes. Here, let's see. Normal size eyes on a miniature oh. body. That's what it is. I gotta move this. Kind of like Christina Ricci. Why is it not letting me see it? Huge, big alien there eyes. Is. You know, like like big 6'4 volleyball player eyes on a little 4'10 frame. Christina Ricci. There. Oh my gosh. Look at that cat. So skinny. So that looks like a cool ass cat though. That is Mary. Mary um is uh, a short hair female. She's been spayed recently. Um she uh she lives in a home where uh the people who have her 
can't take care of her anymore Aww. and she would like to uh, be adopted She's by somebody cute. if you would like to adopt mary you can uh you can either message us on facebook or call 816-399-0099 816-399-0099 and say you're interested in adopting mary there is no adoption fee what no adoption fee because she's at my house <laughs> she's sitting in my house you want a cat i did not want a cat no but so, now man. i'm looking at this one thinking if i was ever going to get one so that's mary so if y'all want to get married better hurry up mary. before i change my mind and decide that i'm gonna make Dude, my kids dreams you come can true. have mary anytime you want is she really at your house yeah Really? She just got fixed. Aww. She's staying She's at our so house because cute. we had her in a um, a kennel. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you could see. Uh, let's see if I can pull it up on the other one. You can't see it. She had uh, jumped up on the kennel multiple times mm -hmm. and made a little bald spot on her head right right here. Aww. There's a little bald spot on the tip of her head, on the top of her head right there, where she kept hitting the top of the kennel. But she totally wants uh, to be adopted. What's going on in there? Pathetic Pet of the Week, Mary. Call 816-399-0099 if you want to get Mary the Pathetic Pet of the Week. Now, I mentioned that last week I was trying to do a magic trick, uh, and I was trying to do it over the interwebs. And uh, my wife was trying to help me, but she couldn't help me because this is the kind of trick where you need two people. So I'm going to have you do it with me, okay? So we're going to do this. We're going to do this part first. I need you to pick. Who, me? Yeah, I need you to pick. Um, I need you to pick nine cards. Nine? Randomly, nine. What? I can, uh, you, yeah, yeah, nine cards. That's ridiculous. Just any nine cards. That's ridiculous. I don't understand. Any nine cards. Hang on. Let me count them first. And when I do this trick, what I'm going to try to do is not look at the camera. I'm going to do the magic trick, and I'm not going to look at the camera. Look at that, dude. You got nine? I can't believe okay. it. One, okay. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Take oh, one shit. out to be yours and don't show it to me. And remember what it is. Take one out. That'll be yours. To be mine. And give me the rest. And then give you the rest. Okay. You can look at your oh, card. Oh, wow. Look, I could feel it. Look at your card. Wow. What? I could feel it. Don't tell me. I got it. Show everybody else your card. Okay. Now put your card on top here. Face down. Oh, that's terrible. That's so, the card I picked. So this is his card. Wow. That's your card. Okay. Yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to mix up the card in the deck of cards. So now his card is mixed up in there. We're going to switch to the top down. Top down. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to place these cards one at a time. There. Gotcha. Okay, right. so the cards are there. Are they mixed up enough for you? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Would you say they're mixed up or not? Sure. Great. Okay. <laughs> you just kind of flipped them, so I don't know. Sure. So, let's see if I don't screw this trick up. You will. I'm gonna point to. I'm gonna touch two cards. You tell me which oh, you get rid of. 
Okay. Then you're going to touch two cards, and I'm going to then you're and yeah, I'm going to tell that's you that's where you messed up right there. Okay. So, okay. and each time we do it, we're going to eliminate a card. Okay. Okay, you ready? Uh-huh. So, here we go. I'm going to touch these two. Which okay. one do you want gone? The one under your right finger. This one? Yeah. Okay, okay your turn. And I'm going to get rid of this one under your right finger. Okay. So I'm going to do these two. This one. Okay. Your turn. I'll give one to that one. And then I'm going to do these two. Get rid of the right one. This one? Yeah. Okay. Make it so the people can see it. Okay, your turn. Um, Top one or bottom one? Bottom one. Okay, and then I'm going to do these two. Uh, this one? Yeah. Okay, your turn. Top one. Okay. Now, you can flip over that card and tell me if that's your card. Was that your card? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Was it really? Are you amazed? No. Why are you not amazed? I already told you. I can feel it. See, what do you mean? You already knew which card it was when I put it in there. How? You want me to tell them how you did it? Well, no, that, that's here. Let's do it again. That's not how I did it. <laughs> oh, because it's bent. No, that's not how I did it. Here, try it again. Look, it was bent in two spots. Yeah, but that's not how I did it. Okay, just coincidence. Well, that's not how I did it. Not from the bend. You could have picked anyone. I know how you did it. The cards are different. Bevel, they're beveled different. No, they're not. Yes. No. I can feel it. No, they're not. These are normal cards. Yeah. They're not the same width. Okay, so I took out randomly. Okay. How many are those? Nine? I don't think so. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh. Okay. <laughs> Pick one. Don't let me see it. Pick a card. Put the rest on my hand. Keep your card. Put the rest on my hand. Okay, where's your card? Okay, put your card on top. So they've seen it and you've seen no, it. No, I have not seen it. Okay, so show them. Supposed to show it to them. Show them. Okay, now you put it on top. So here it is on top. I checked it to see if it was marked. So we're going to go like this. So your card is in there, mm-hmm. and what we're going to do is we're going to deal them out. See, you already know where my card is. <laughs> okay. You want me to mix them up? No? So same thing. Okay, go. Top. Okay. Your turn. Left. Top. Okay. Um, bottom. Okay. Bottom. Okay. Top. Bottom. Top. Oh, wow. 
That was the card? Mm-mm. No? Okay. So you ready? That was the card. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, that was awesome, right? Yeah. Now how awesome. how could I how could I have known the beveledness of it if I only touched them to to put them down there? You know where the card is when you put them down because both times you did it differently when you laid them out. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. and and both times you still didn't figure out what I was trying to do. No, I have no idea. I was trying to catch you up, and see with because you were between these two, and I was and I figured out that you're always choosing where that card isn't. I noticed that. Because every time I chose the card that you just chose before me, that was the card you picked. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> that was badass. I did it twice. Twice. Because yeah. I'm number one. I'm the number one gun. Yeah. Okay, That's so why you we, like doing the card tricks on me. So we I try got, to figure uh, them out. 15 minutes left? I think so. Something like that. We're doing great on time, man. We're doing great. Doing great. We're doing the... Uh, Judo. Um, We're gonna be doing that tonight. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do the comedy judo, but we're gonna do it different this time. All right. We do it different this time. How so? Well, she's gonna message it to me. She's gonna send it to me. Mm -hmm. And then I'm gonna save it. So that other people can see it. So we'll have like 10 seconds where we can see it before other people see it. Okay. Interesting. Let's see if people want to put post their own joke in the uh, yeah. comments. That'd be kind of cool. Boom. Okay. Okay. Anytime the government requires Boom. papers to work or shop, something is wrong. That's what I said. What do you mean? I said that. You have to take papers out of your pocket every time you shop. Jordan? No, I meant, um, you know. How do you think they acclimated us? <laughs> don't. Don't. <laughs> don't. You're not supposed to laugh at it yet. <sighs> That's Because I got to put it in here first. Oh my gosh, what's that? Is that my phone? Huh. Oh. Yep. Okay, you ready? Browse. Okay. Boom! we go but I got to make it small enough for everybody to see it it's awesome dude. that is so funny can you read it can you see it I cannot read them no you can't read them okay so we'll let people see that one right and then what I'll do is I will just open it up so that we can see it separately from them Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, I almost said uh, I almost said a bad word. Uh oh. I almost said bad things. Don't say bad things. 
Someone said bad things to you. Hey! Boom. Come in, oh, it's going to take a minute. Boom. <laughs> there it is. Oh. <gasps> Whoops. An error is preventing the video. Oh, it's because it's on here. Displayed. It's because it's on there. All right. So. What is that? The vaccine card as a tattoo? Yeah. You on know the what I top can do? right on, there? Hold on, hold on. I don't know what that is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got it. 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 Boom. I got it. I got it. I got it. So this is comedy judo, and uh, my lovely lady sent me this picture, Mrs. Onyx. Dang it. Come on, man. Boom. There. Now you can read it. Yes? Sure. So everybody's looking at it in sure. here. And we're going to look at it in here. Okay? Sure, sure, so sure. So you see, you see what it is? Oh, my gosh. This reminds me of last week. Last week's Word of the Week. <laughs> Last week's word of the week. Word of the week. <laughs> so that's all I have to do is just get the tattoo and I'm good. Yeah, I guess. We don't have any music playing or nothing. Okay, we will. Are you, you ready? Sure. Here we go. first sure okay good all right so i had a little trouble figuring out where to go with that thing because it's a joke within itself yeah. obviously yeah um so then i decided to kind of go along with the theme of this thing and i said i'm gonna get a tattoo with a check mark and a picture of beast from beauty and the beast ah. and so then it'll be like those lids that we used to have on the mickey's yeah. Where you had to you had to figure out the code. Mickey lid. Right. Like if you ever drank Mickey's beer, you turn it over and it would have like a little code. It'd be like B seeing you and then it would you know, have the B and then the C and then the U, right? Yeah. B seeing you. So anyways, so I thought it would be kinda like that, and then that would be check mark and then beast from Beauty of the Beast. And then you 
if they ask if I've been vaccinated, I can just point to that and be like, I got the mark of the beast, bro. It's fine. Anyway. Next. Oh, mark of the beast. <laughs> okay. I said, uh, you know, there's a, there's a new magazine that's being published. And it's designed just for those people who want to, uh, you know, kind of show off the fact that they've been vaccinated. You know, it's called the Vax Hole Max. For all the vax holes in the world. That's so funny. Vax hole max. Hey, you know, technically, technically that, that, uh, that would also be like, uh, porn for massive liberals because they'd look at it and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe that person got vaccinated. It's so weird too because it's like people don't understand. So sexy. So oh, I got a free vaccine. Oh, they're gonna give me a million dollars if I win this lottery. And I'm thinking, okay, but you do know who pays for those things, right? Like the person who wins the million dollars is one of the people that's gonna have to pay the taxes that pays the person the million dollars. Yeah. Can These you believe people don't get that? They have no idea what's happening right Can now. Can you believe we have eight minutes left? We've done oh. a shit ton in the show today. Great wow. show today so far. Listen, listen. Very few people buy a ton of shit. Jeff. Yeah. Okay. Actually, Stop. a lot of people buy a ton of shit. If You're going to have to farming. need a lot of people buy it to sell a ton worth. Yes. Fan mail. Unless you know a good pig farmer. Don't forget, if you want to send us fan mail, you can send fan mail, care of Comedy Vets, P.O. Box 369, Lathrop, Missouri, 64465. Send fan mail. And if you're sending it to me, it's not called fan mail. You simply mark it hate mail. <laughs> That's spelled M-A-L-E. And then same P.O. Box 369. I and should, then I'll know it's for me, and Jeff will know not to I should to make a caption it. just for you. Because, you know, we don't want to traumatize Jeff with all the death threats. All right? You could also go to marriedwithcomedy.com <laughs> to look at the um, archives. This show, even though we do it live Friday, will be on the, in the archives on the website uh, tomorrow. Uh, you'll be able to find it on Parlor, YouTube, and the audio will be uh, on a various, uh, what do you call those? Podcasting, um, podcasting uh, services. Yes. So... Yes. You'll be able to get all that and all that. Everywhere you can see podcasts, you'll see our bright, shiny, old people faces. Boom. Taking out the trash. You got one? Because I got one. I got my taking out the trash is, uh, first of all, I would like to give a big shout out to Rand Paul, who I'm not really fond of because his dad was the go-getter, Ron Paul, uh, who I voted for in 2008. Um, but my taking out the trash is going to be... Uh, the person that he took the trash out on. Yeah. And that would be Dr. Fake-Ass Fauci. Yeah. And so, I don't know what people got to see, but Rand Paul did the little dance that he has to do because he can't say all the real things that are going on. But he basically called Fauci out to task for being involved in the creation of not necessarily the Wuhan virus, because there are, is no proof. But to gain a function research where they take a virus that already exists and they amp it up, increase it, make it more virile, make it more contagious, yeah, so on and so forth. But that his financing and his recommendations were being utilized to, f to fund 
that type of research, but not just in the United States, but over in China. Yeah. So I want you to think about this for a second, because that would totally explain why the guy started out telling the truth, which is that masks mitigate very little when it comes to transmitting disease. Okay. What it does is it put traps it into your face. So the only person you're making sick is yourself. But anyways, the whole point was, is that it doesn't mitigate. It simply slows the spread of the infection, which will continue. So he came out saying that and then changed his mind. And then now he's changed his mind back finally. Yeah. And so uh, I'm. it's not so much the flip-flopping because you expect that from career politicians like Jim Crow Joe and Dr. Fake-Ass Fauci. You, you know what I'm saying? So uh, we call it the Chinese virus. You don't expect them to be honest, but the funny thing. it comes thing, from China. The funny thing is, is that <laughs> to me, the people could not remember from his first conversations where he said, you don't need to wear a mask to two weeks later when the conversation turned and he was like, Oh my God, if we don't wear a mask, we're all going to die. And people couldn't remember the two weeks earlier when he had said that. Dude, he's flip flopped so many times, bro. Well, and, and that's what I'm saying. How do people listen to that and not understand that there is a game afoot? Something's going and, down. And maybe I'm smarter than I think I am, but it, it seems like it's in our faces. It's out there. The information is there to be grabbed. You know, there's stuff going on right now that I've been telling people about for 10 years. The stuff with Nambla that you told me about, the bestiality in Canada that I thought was ridiculously impossible that Jeff called 10 years ago when we met each other. It's just insane. And I see all this stuff going down and it, it, it just... It's frustrating to think that people have become so simply misled, right? No. no. Like, uh, remember George Floyd's name. Oh, why? Look, I understand the guy died, and, and maybe unnecessarily. The way the, the coroner said the guy was going to die no matter what. And there's, there's very little evidence that the guy's knee is what caused that death. He said it was more likely the three times the legal or the uh, uh, death limit for the average person of fentanyl in his system and, and almost 20 to 30% more than the average OD for a constant fentanyl user in his yeah. system. And then you're going to send the cop to prison. But that's a different topic. It's like a crazy thing. No, I'm saying the whole world has gotten to this point where you don't seem to remember. Nobody can follow logic. Nobody remembers from one one week to the next. There's like, a logic trail, bro. There's a logic trail that people cannot follow. It's broken. The trail is broken. They they don't. So, It's like they, they get so caught up in picking up the breadcrumbs, they forget they're on a path. Yeah. Here on Facebook, the archives for this are on KC Comedy Radio's Facebook thing. Sorry. Low Entertainment's Facebook thing. And on Comedy Vet's Facebook thing, you can clickety-click on all those and go comedy comment or whatever. Um, but, no, my taking out the trash in the yes. next minute. You got three minutes? Something like that? Donald Trump called you. Oh, you're going to do the Donald Trump voice. That's funny. Uh, um uh, my taking out the trash is Target. I went into Target because I, I needed something and Walmart was sold out. And that's the, one of the only reasons I would go to Target is if Walmart is sold out of it. 
uh, because it's like twice the amount, twice the price at Target for the exact same item. So I go to Target to get this item, and uh, I notice that the bathroom is a non-gender specific bathroom. But in order to buy the item that I needed to buy, I had to go to the menswear section. <laughs> and there's a ladies' wear section, and there's a menswear section, and then the there's boys and girls. The children's section had boys yeah. and girls there. Okay, you're telling me, you hypocritical bastards, that you can have a non-gender specific bathroom, but you don't have non-gender specific S departments? Wait, wait. They have a non-gender specific bathroom? Yeah. Isn't that a unisex bathroom? That's the what I'm saying. The same they've had for years? No, no, no. It's all the bathrooms. You can go into whatever you want. Whatever you identify as. You go into whatever you want if you identify it as. And they've been talking about this for like a year. Really? But <laughs> you got a men's menswear section and a ladies wear section, you fucking hypocrites. Okay, that was married to comedy. Yeah, that's it. Hippa, hippa. Okay. Boom. Pseudo sponsor. Yeah. Big sunflower seeds. been listening to Married with Comedy with your hosts, James R. Freeman and Jeff Onyx. Each other in the light chocolate rain Every February washed away chocolate rain Stays behind his colors celebrate chocolate rain The same crime has a higher price to pay chocolate rain Judge and jury swear it's not the face, chocolate rain.